0: Okie
1: Thank Good day everybody. This is Imar Sopatut and we're joined once again by Georgia Tech cross-country head coach Alan Drosky. Alan, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing well. Um, Early morning practice in the books. um, Good solid day and uh, taking care care of a few uh, administrative tasks and then be heading home in the afternoon. So good day so far.
1: Well, good. I know you're, you're going to get into major preparations for the ACC championships next week, and we'll delve into that in a moment. But first, let's go over to Penn State meet. Went up to Pennsylvania, able to form well, the men and the women. Let's start with the women. Uh, Nicole Feagan, she won an individual competition. The team was able to play second um, as a unit. Uh, what about the women's race just for Georgia Tech at Penn State? Did you reach some benchmarks and achieve some of the goals that you went out to, to happen?
0: yeah absolutely. i uh, I think the last time that we visited was right after a pretty unsatisfactory um, trip to Minnesota and where we felt like we didn't really run our kind of race. Uh, so we really focused on making sure we executed uh, what what I would think of as a kind of typical Georgia Tech race when we run well. And that's kind of getting out a little bit conservatively and then moving up through the whole uh, competition, Um, whereas Minnesota, we were out a little too hard, a little too aggressively, and we're moving backward throughout the race. So um, really focused on trying to make sure we did that at Penn State, Uh, and I thought the women did a great job with that. the competition, the The meet was um, medium-sized meet. On the women's side, it was 16 teams. On the men's side, it was eight, so a, a little bit of a small field on the men's side. But um, good competition. Uh, Michigan uh, went into the meet, I think, ranked number eight in the country, so we knew they were um, going to be very strong, <clears throat> and they were. Uh, But we were a very strong second over uh, uh, some really good teams, including Northwestern and Penn State. So uh, the women executed really well. Um, Nicole obviously had a fantastic day uh, when we talked after Minnesota. Um, She had a good day. Uh, I think she finished eighth at Minnesota. Um, But it was almost like she just needed that kind of race to assure her that she was kind of um in really good shape and and so she just ran very confidently at penn state took control of the race fairly early and and kind of maintained a little bit of a cushion all the way through to the end um so that was outstanding to to see um through four um we're i think we talked last time after minnesota i mean we've got four very strong women Um, that we think can, can really compete with the top four um, almost, you know, anywhere. Um, Of course, you need five to score. And, and our fifth runner right now is Katie Earwood, um, a redshirt freshman. freshman. Katie's improving, you know, meet to meet and in training week to week. And there's also a very capable group right behind Katie um, that could be for that number five spot. So, um, you know, that's what we'll focus on kind of as we head into next week's conference meet.
1: And you mentioned the strong finishes and having a fast kick. Obviously, Nicole DeDepp and Claire Moritz, who we spoke with earlier this week, uh, she w- talked about that as well. She jumped 11 spots uh, in the final 1,200 meters in the race uh, to finish yeah. with finish uh, fifth overall in individual competition. Uh, what about Claire's performance? And then what about the the, the runner's and working on that that strategic side of things, having a slower pace to begin, yeah. being in a group, and then having a fast kick.
0: Yeah, uh, Claire, <clears throat> that was a huge race for Claire. And and in fact, Claire is having an outstanding season for us. Um, and, you know, it, it, and for each individual, it's really about trying to find, um, you know, that race that they need to run. And Claire has really done a great job of kind of knowing how she needs to run you know she she's a little bit cautious in the beginning a little conservative um, doesn't get too far behind but she's not working too hard early and then coming on strong late uh, and she did she uh, the last particularly thousand um, a lot of it was up a hill and at the you know she was um, behind a huge group that she passed all of them uh, to end up fifth. And with Nicole winning, and then there were three Michigan women uh, between Nicole and Claire, and those three w- women from Michigan are, are national-class runners. So Claire really stepped up to a new level. Um, and, and, and the whole team, like we, like we just talked about, just trying to make sure that early in the race you're getting a good rhythm getting your breathing going, um, not getting too stressed and not overworking uh, that first mile and feeling like the last half of the race, you really um, are ready to kind of start pushing. And in this course, uh, it was uh, another challenging course like Minnesota was, but not quite as challenging as Minnesota. Um, but it it with about a mile and a half to go, they come to the bottom of the 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 worst hill on the course, and we talked about it the day before. Like at that bottom of that hill, you've got to you've got to reach that point, kind of in control, feeling like you you know can push over the last mile and a half. Um, and I think across the board, they did a great job with that.
1: Yeah, and moving on to the men, they finished fourth in the team competition, and James Craig and finished fourth individually. But we spoke with a Zach Jager. Uh, earlier this week, about the meet, and similar to the women, seemed like it after Minnesota, the theme seemed to be redemption and putting together a better performance uh, on the the cross country field. Uh, did you feel that was the the approach that the men took and were able to finish in in the competition fourth out of the yeah. teams that you mentioned?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the way they, the way they time the, the companies that time um, cross-country competitions now, It's the, particularly the one that has timed Minnesota and timed Penn State, said uh, pttiming.com. Um, and the way that you can look at the results at the end of the meet, you know, every individual, you can see where they were at each split during the race. And there's either a green arrow, that you're moving up and how many places you moved up or a red arrow moving down, how many places you lost. And that after Minnesota, you know, it was, it was virtually all red, which is very uncharacteristic of our team. And so we, you know, we, we changed that. And at Penn state, it was just the opposite. It was just about everybody in the green moving up. I thought the guys did a really good job. I thought James Cragen, you know, Put himself up in the lead pack, looked comfortable the whole time, uh, took the lead um, probably about around two miles to go. Maybe could have been a little bit patient there, um, but he was feeling good, took the lead, took a shot, um, paid for that a little bit, uh, but broke the, the lead pack up from about maybe a group of about 10 to 12 until it was just four of them and and so James um, kind of separated that lead back uh and then ended up finishing fourth uh which was a great race for for James um Zach was Zach Zach's having a good season he uh, had a phenomenal race at uh Minnesota and um was was a little bit off I think at Penn State but I think the important thing was you could tell early on um even at the mile mark that Zach didn't look that comfortable, looked like he was working harder than he should be at that point. And you could kind of tell that it wasn't going to be a great day. And I think what was really important for Zach to, to find out that day is he just kept hanging in there, hanging in there, plugging away, um, you know didn't fall too far back and was able to really close over the last mile half mile of the race to move up to be our second guy and i thought that was a very important race for zach because he could have easily the way he was feeling in that race early on he could have easily let that go and it could have just been a bad day probably two years ago in his career that's probably what would have happened but he's got to a point now where Um, you know, even on a day where he's not feeling 100%, he's able to dig down and kind of pull out a pretty good day. And so I think that was, that was a great um, effort for Zach, um, along with Henrik Anderson and and, uh, Nick Nyman. Um, So the the guy who who were our third and fourth runners, but, um, you know, really solid day, still left us a little hungry. um, But it was a much better day than Minnesota. And kind of Hopefully, it was a springboard uh, into next week uh, when we get to line up against the conference competition.
1: And that's the meet we need to talk about right now: the ACC Championships in South Bend, Indiana, on Friday, October 29th. How have the preparations gone for the team? Just uh, as far as the the, the race or the the, prep, the timings and tapering or hard hard times, how the t- how's the team getting ready uh, for that competition? And have you been there before? to south bend on this course to scout it out or do you have an idea of what you're going yeah to well into?
0: it's been yes uh, we, we this group of student athletes have not been to south bend for um for the cross country uh to see the cross country course we've been to south bend um to run the conference indoors um, so they're familiar with campus and, and things, but not the, the golf course, which is right on the edge of campus. Um, but I've we've been there years ago, um, so so I'm familiar with the golf. It's it's held on a golf course on the edge of campus, um, so I'm familiar with the course and the terrain. It's um, you know, we've run two hilly hard courses. This will be one where we go on Thursday and preview the course um, they'll be fired up because this is, you know, virtually pancake flat. Say a, uh, very little by the way of hills in this course. Um, virtually no, no hills, to be honest with you. But, um, so they'll be fired up to see, you know, after running the hard courses to see a, a really, you know, flat course that they won't have to deal with, with hills and such. Um, but, uh, you know, so with the preparations have gone well, um, practices uh, have gone well, the workouts, um, the hard workouts that we do generally twice a week um, have progressed really well um, this morning would have, you know went the way we were hoping it would go so I feel like we're we're moving in a great direction heading into the conference meet um, ready as a team both on the women's side and the men's side to have our best meet of the season Um, and it will take that at the conference meet our conference is outstanding in cross country uh, men and women both uh, a good number of ranked teams in the conference so the competition will be uh, will be challenging but You know, what you really got to do is focus more on just what do I, each individual, what does each individual need to do to kind of prepare for that race, um, you know, uh, execute the race plan, and and, and so we're talking about those things heading into next week, um, but we feel good about it.
1: Well, Coach, thank you for your time. We greatly appreciate it, and hopefully we can catch up after the race.
0: Sounds great. You have a great, uh, have a great weekend.
1: All right. You too.